Welcome to Browns Creek. <laughs> we just happen to be, we just happen to be videotaping. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, good morning. <laughs> yes, good morning. Well, welcome to the podcast. So, uh, we are here at Browns Creek, obviously, judging by the big sign. <laughs> and as a first for our podcast, we're actually in person in the same space. Whereas before yeah. every other podcast, we've been separated by hours. So this is kind of nice. Um, Brian, tell us why we're here. It's uh, it's reflective of the thing about the season. It's always great seeing people in person. That's kind of the vibe coming out of our uh, preseason events. I'm on my fifth Nike hangover uh now uh well, yeah hey, five preseason events right two grid events the regionals uh whitewater center now here at browns creek uh for our uh, second uh preseason event adventure event uh first for us doing adventure in the preseason and uh, i think everyone was having a great time and it's just like i was trying to get around and everywhere to see everyone check everything out and that's that's what gives you the nike hangover right just the stoke and the vibe and man yeah i'm pretty worn out but it was awesome yes yeah, i i think i went to bed at 8 30 last night and was like <laughs> right asleep we like, didn't see you around the campfire right <laughs> yeah, last night, Sean. not no, a problem i was <laughs> like let's go to bed i'm fine yeah. <laughs> i've hung out enough um and then we have dave dave Tell us why you particularly were here and what you were a part of with the adventure event this weekend. Um, okay, Sean. Thanks, um, Brian. Thanks for uh, for having me on. Um, Dave Droke with the Down East Dirt Dogs in Onslow County. Um, came out here last week to ride with the trail boss and see what kind of work we could do out here on the trail to make the trail better. Specifically, we got to do some work on the Nika Loop out here. Uh, looked a little bit aggressive at first, but we were able to tackle every single bit of it. I uh, had a lot of kids that were volunteering to go out and work on the trail with the tools that we had, and they were impressed. They were stoked. They had a great time, and they worked very hard and got everything done that they wanted to do. And you had 35 had coaches and student athletes head out on that trail work. 35 total, yes. And that was a that was something that was unique about this adventure event at Browns Creek as opposed to Whitewater Center was you had built in with the Teen Trail Corps this ability to do trail work and get some trail work hours at a venue that we are going to be racing at. Whereas Whitewater Center, you know, that's kind of private, so they don't have any need for anybody to do trail work. So that was kind of a unique aspect of this particular adventure event that we weren't able to do at the Whitewater Center event. But that seemed like it was really popular. Like I saw, like at two o'clock, there were so many kids and coaches that went right to that area. You guys did your talk. I know Rocket Ron and uh, Leonard <laughs> both, you know, were there with their tools and their, their shtick. And then you all headed out. And I, I actually, whenever I was uh, kind of cleaning course afterwards, I noticed like all of a sudden there were just these pristine sections of trail. And I was like, ah, oh, this must have been what they worked on. So that was a great job. Thank it, you. It was really nice to be able to tie in the, the workshop with what the tools are and what to do and how to use them. And then physically go out onto the trail and give them the opportunity to use tools that you wouldn't normally have in your garage that typically students and coaches will take out to the trail just leaf rakes and things so we had the actual tool working trails here with us and they were able to take them out there and get some hands-on with it that's awesome and so that was 35 people doing two hours of trail work so 70 hours of trail work accomplished yesterday and that puts us over 700 uh, hours of trail teen trail core hours 
uh, for this season so far. So we're well on our way to our 3,000 hours uh, goal for Teen Trail Corps, which I think is pretty amazing. It is. Thank you. Awesome. Um, and then we also got to meet a new league sponsor. So yeah, pretty cool. We, we talk a lot about community and really appreciative of uh, all the support we get from across, uh, certainly the state of North Carolina, a lot of sponsors in North Carolina because uh, it's local, but Matt Hawkins from Ridge Supply joined us yesterday. He was out here. Uh, Ridge Supply makes brightly colored cycling socks. Uh, Matt tells a little bit about his history and how he got into that sock game, but he was on site uh, letting everyone buy some of those socks. We have a North Carolina colorway and uh, Matt has a special uh, announcement for the league. Uh, about a podium sock for our kids to get on the podium this season. So it's pretty cool to have uh, Matt out here on site uh, with us during our event. And so those socks can be purchased online at ridgesupply.com, right? Yep, ridgesupply.com. Go there. Uh, if you're on our Instagram page, look in our bio. You'll see the link tree for Ridge Supply. Yep, absolutely. And then we also have our other merch available and that's on our website, correct? Yep. TC Screen Printing will provide our merchandise for this season as well, and everyone's used to seeing them on site during our regular season events, but it's always available online. So uh, holidays, Christmas, just around the corner. Like, everyone can start getting their shopping done uh, right now. I did. Russell family getting Ridge Supply Socks uh, for Christmas this year. And then we also, um, as far as one of our league sponsors, and actually a, a Nike national sponsor, we had Trek with Chad from, he came all the way from Johnson City, right? I, I say this a lot, Trek puts their money where their mouth is. They are absolutely a huge supporter of NICA and certainly the North Carolina League. And yeah, Chad drove all the way from Johnson City, Tennessee. That's where he's based out of. He brought some bikes, he brought some games. Man, that uh, pint-sized peddler game, you know, on the Strider bike. Uh, I, I saw parents racing, kids racing, coaches <laughs> racing. I mean, uh, that's what Chad uh, set up for us in addition to uh, provided the kids some skills training, you know, how to change a tire, how to fix a chain uh, and those kids they got their activities signed off in their adventure passport yes for, for accomplishing those things so yeah we hand out passports here at browns creek for kids that showed up and that was something so both at the whitewater center and here uh at the whitewater center trek was able to teach kids how to repair a chain he had a bunch of chains and a bunch of chain tools and so that was something that they were able to accomplish on their passport here, I think he primarily focused on the flat tire changing, and so they were able to take care of that. Um, there were some wildlife opportunities here that were not at Whitewater Center, um, particularly of the reptilian version. Uh, <laughs> but um, so one of the things with the, the passport was uh, being able to get the passport and then start knocking out some of those tasks at the adventure event, but remember that it's not just adventure event exclusive, exclusive, it really is designed for practices and adventure rides that teams are doing on their own to just sort of like give kids, some of the student athletes, a kind of a checklist of things that they might want to accomplish and a way for them to be involved in planning those things. So what, I've, what I did with my team at the Whitewater Center was say, you know, how long do you guys want to do a ride for? And they were like, we want to do a five mile ride. And I said, okay, here's the map. You all plan that out. And that's one of those tasks in the passport is to actually navigate a trail system using a map. And it's a great way to get the kids involved with actual planning and, and those sorts of things so that they get a sense of ownership with those adventure rides and something that the passport really gives sort of a, a recipe and a checklist of how to do. So definitely check those out. Um, those have all been handed out. And so at this point, 
Yeah, and just as a reminder, certainly the student athletes that came to preseason veterans got their passport. Once we see uh, season registration close on 21 January, we'll know what our numbers are and we will distribute those passports to the team so they can then hand those out and start doing those things you talked about at practices and uh, at our events. And I think for those that don't have adventure passports, you know, coaches, just download um, and print off a sheet and that way you can be keeping track of student athletes. And then once we get those passports in their hands, then they'll be able to have them and you can sign off and they can get them stamped and all that good stuff and, and start earning those those adventure badges, which yep. will be great. Absolutely right. That is available in the Adventure Coach Resource folder. A link of that is on the Coach Resource page of the website. Yep, absolutely. And you you brought up and you kind of you worked it in there, but I think I, you really need to to highlight it. So January twenty one is. I, li I like to thread a lot of things, <laughs> yeah, Sean, and I like to use my hands. Here, use my hands again, but uh, yeah. So twenty one January is the end of regular season registration, and so what's important about that is that essentially we know what our numbers are generally for the season. We start doing the wave scheduling and planning, but student athletes get their personalized race plate. Yeah, we will send that list off. Uh, to the race plate producer and everyone gets their uh, personalized plate. Uh, new for this season, we are doing a late registration period up until 23 February because I know life happens and man, I missed it and get in. Unfortunately, we just can't guarantee your personalized plate after that time. But yeah, so 21 January is a pretty important date for us. So we know our numbers and we know what we're dealing with. And yeah, we get those uh, plates on order. So everyone uh, just coming out of the holidays and the new year. Yeah, registration is going to close in about three weeks. All right. And then definitely you know, going along with that January 21 deadline, all of our event registration is live right now. So you can get in there, you can start registering for events. And one of the things that we've got new this year is kind of the all-in event package. Yep, absolutely. So event registration is open right now. And just like normal, you have an a la carte option. You can sign up for each individual event, no problem. That registration will close the Sunday night prior to that event, just like normal. So we know what our numbers are for the weekend. So you have time uh, if you want to sign up by event. Uh, but just like Sean mentioned, we do have a discount package. If you want to go into pit zone and sign up for all six available events, when you sign up for those six events, it will apply a discount to that. So for only $140, you get all six events. You're essentially paying for only four, but getting all six. So it's a little bit of a discount, a little bit of a way to make it easier. Uh, I would just caution everyone, um, we are not refunding event registration. So if you're uncertain about the schedule and you want to wait for, see what the weather's like, you know, that week before, go ahead and wait. That's fine, but you can get in there and register right now. And that helps us just budget and forecast uh, what our money's going to be. Awesome. Um the alumni network, that's something that's new this year that NICA has put together. NICA, NICA just launched that. I'd ask everyone here who's listening, if you know one of those athletes that left the league. You remember last season was kind of special. We had those athletes that were all seven yep. years of their NICA experience, and we launched them out, and we're building lifelong mountain bikers. So very appreciative of uh, NICA to establish this alumni network. It's free registration. And alumni can just sign up and you get connected to network and they're talking about having Strava groups on there and events for alumni. Uh, again, since it's all free, push that word out. You go to the NICA uh, website and just sign up right there. And we've pushed that out in some communications. It was in the single track times last week that we pushed out. Awesome. Um, and I particularly am very, very excited about this. Uh, we are going to be publishing the dates of all of our next season coach trainings, those combined WFA OTBS 101 uh, training weekends. We've already established the, those weekends with Solo Southeast, our WFA provider, and we will be 
beginning registration very soon so that you can kind of capitalize on those new coaches that you've got that have got the the drive and the stoke and they're ready to to move up and and become a level two we're gonna get all that going early so that we can kind of capture this energy and magic that we get through the season and don't have that lag period through the summer so be looking for that and we'll be talking more about that in january as well anything else that we want to um so i know are you going to announce the special video compilation Hey, don't just listen. You got to watch. So we, we are, we're trying something new. Um, we are going to be splicing in some of the video content that we captured here at the adventure event. So this podcast will still be a podcast, but for additional content, we are asking you to go check out the YouTube version of this because it will have a lot more of the visuals. And although I know how much everybody wants to see us. Uh, <laughs> we uh, we are going to put more more visuals in that I think are going to be well worth your while to check out on our YouTube channel. So please take a look at that. And we're really hoping this year to do a lot more of this sort of uh, on on site, uh, capturing a lot of the things that make up what what our league is all about. That we are not quite able to capture just talking about it. So stay tuned. And if you haven't already, you know, like, and subscribe the YouTube channel so that you can see these things whenever we put them out. We put some, some brief things out this weekend um, as we were capturing them and, and that's moving forward. We're going to try and do more of that. So making it a bit more than just a once a month kind of thing. And, and I think that's important. And if I could just put you two on the spot to think about maybe what stands out to you most about our, our new preseason events and I'll, I'll set the, the stage for it. I think, you know, we talked a lot about, you don't really know what this Nike thing is until you see it. And so I don't think our folks kind of knew until they got here, these preseason events, Oh, this is what's going on. And contextually, this is our season of adventure. We call it choose your own adventure. And so NICA programs in four ways for that. Uh, grit, you know, everyone's very familiar with the grit program. Uh, Teen Trail Corps, Dave is part of our Teen Trail Corps committee. Uh, adventure is a program and competition is a program. And everyone thinks racing uh, when you talk competition, that, that's true. But what we're trying to do is provide an opportunity for all of our athletes to choose their own adventure in all those programs. And so what I like about what we're doing here is we've threaded our programs together in these preseason events. So it's an adventure event, but just like Dave shared, we had some trail work going on. We had Teen Trail Corps. And one of my favorite moments of yesterday was I'm at the end of the day and I asked Eli Novak McDougal, um, you know, middle school on there, hey, what was your, your favorite part about the adventure day? He said, Teen Trail Corps. <laughs> ah, we provided an opportunity for that young man. So thank you, Dave, uh, for yes, what you're doing. We've got four committees, Racing Committee, Grit Committee, Adventure Committee, Teen Trail Corps Committee. That's where all the good ideas come from in this league. I'm the most uncreative person on the planet. <laughs> it's the ideas that filter up. As a league, we're just trying to thread those together for folks and provide the opportunities. So that was my favorite part of yesterday. Just Eli's like, I love Teen Trail Corps. I love working on the trail that we're going to race on. The first event. I think for me, the two, the two things that stood out most about yesterday was... And, it, and I noticed it at the Whitewater Center as well, was how teams sort of, they would go off and ride and then they would come back and then all the kids would gravitate towards all of the adventure activities. And then they would kind of regroup again and they would go back out and ride. And so they were, they were getting like all the things that were available to them and like doing them over and over again. And I saw two student athletes and they were coming into the adventure area 
And one uh, young lady, I just heard her say, there's a lot of fun stuff to do here. <laughs> and I was like, right on. That's exactly what we were hoping for. And I think that's something for um, teams that, that came, they didn't really know what to expect. And then when they came, they realized that it was a lot of different things for them to just choose from and, and do at their leisure. And I know um, one of our coaches, um, Ryan Donnell, he said this was the most relaxed event weekend he'd ever had. Because, you know, on a race weekend, you're like, kids have got to be here and they got to be there. And here it was just like, wherever you want to go, like we can just go do that. So I think that was um, really beneficial for uh, coaches too, to just come and just have a relaxed, fun weekend. Uh, for me, uh, I, what I really enjoyed was you know, everybody loves to cycle. Everybody loves to get out on the trails. And like Sean said, that's the first thing everybody wanted to do. How soon can I get my coach's package and get my kids on the trail? And as they moved back here, you saw kids from different teams interacting. They started some healthy competition with the bunny hop or with a cardboard slide or some of the funs and games. And then you sit around here late in the day and what you see is uh, kids have made friends from other teams across the state. Some of them they may have seen at races from last year. Um, we had uh, some from Pitt County, one of the coaches and students from Pitt County that were helping us work on the trail. Um, so we had an entire team of dirt dogs and then two from Pitt County and he folded right in and it's like he knew everybody on the team. So that personal relationship was just really emphasized throughout the whole weekend. And that's what the kids really want. They want to feel like they belong. They want to have a good time and they want to enjoy it. Kids that are their same age and of older and younger age, you see them all just interacting together. That interaction piece that we saw out here in the field this weekend was absolutely amazing. And, and the healthy competition, like they were, they were competing at things and they were competing hard, but then the, the kid that just, you know, did the, the rock dodge. And I think they got up to 40 rocks in the rock dodge. And so they do 40 and then they're cheering on the next kid who's trying to beat them. And they're like, you can do it. And I was like, this is awesome. So it was that part of it was just so, so great to see kids just dive right in and have a good time. And I think that's, that's part of it is like, we do this because we have fun doing it. And, and this allowed us to kind of share that, that aspect of, of mountain biking um, instead of just being the, the competitive race aspect. It really is kind of a nice addition to what we're doing for sure. All right. It's that time. It, it is that time. So do you want me to, you want me to start? No, I think you've got the best one. Oh, well, okay. You, you, you brought the heat you, you were prepared, but (laughs) Dave's is very topical. So I'll I'll go with it. It is very topical. (laughs) All right. Dad joke. Number one, what do frogs wear when performing their trail work? Closed toed shoes. Nice. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, so, uh, why did the, uh, count, camp counselor, uh, quit his job? It was always intense. 
Awesome. <laughs> Along that, that camping theme, uh, I would be remiss if we didn't close just by recognizing uh, Cape Fear Sorba, who does the Brown Creek Trail System debut, interact with Greg Brinson. That was awesome. Town of Elizabethtown, thank you for letting us camp here. Camping uh, is certainly uh, awesome for both our preseason events and every event this season. So that, that's pretty cool. Uh, but along that camping theme, and because uh, you and Golden are on that uh, van camper of yours, uh, what do you call a van camper driving through freezing rain? Ooh, what? Van Halen. Oh, okay. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. Uh,